point of this is you didn't work yourself up to it. It came with ease. Well, that's what he said. You could become Nietzsche and John Lennon in you an hour. Know, you could write a symphony that would have taken Beethoven or Bach their entire lifetime to finally reach that level of skill. <laughs> you would know their entire knowledge in a minute. You would no, know that's all of martial arts at a flick. All of the amount of is your choice. Hey, wait. Then what's, then what's the point? It's the Matrix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was going to say this, and it kind of slipped my mind, so I'm glad that you said that. When you say you could have all these ridiculous skills like this, you would have absolutely no respect for them because they came too easy. It's just like being born into money. You're so wasteful and so... Such a, a lot of rich kids are just a waste of life because they've never, ever had to struggle. And it's the same thing with... If all of a sudden tomorrow I was the best musician that's ever existed, who would I wouldn't really care that much because I didn't have to work for it. It wasn't something that I really put blood, sweat, and tears into to be cliché really invest yourself into to actually acquire it. I don't think that's necessarily true, because even if you do instantaneously gain all knowledge on a given subject, for example, let's say um, uh, martial arts. Mm -hmm. For example, if I was to gain perfect knowledge right now, I couldn't do any of them, even if I was perfect on them. I'm, I'm physically unfit, I'm not coordinated, I don't have the precision enough. Whatnot. I could teach you to be the master martial artist if you are physically fit for it. I can hone you, but I personally do not have the ability to do that. So that can give me a drive to improve myself. I still have room for improvement. Perfect knowledge does not alter what you are, physically speaking. I like that actually That's for two reasons. So what? Oh, one reason. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying, and I. My uh. Oh God, no, a few when I started learning martial arts, and I've and I've been. And I'm out of practice right now, so I'm hardly rested. But when, I, when I first started learning martial arts at the age of seven, uh, my instructor, he was old enough that he fought in the Korean War, right? So, and he's a Marine, true, but, and yeah, he picked himself up. By the time that I was starting to learn all the higher level stuff and stuff like that, entirely at a high kicking sport. Alright. He couldn't actually physically show me half of it. Now, I was able to perform it. I couldn't have done that and got my second year of that I had to be able to do it. But he couldn't do it to show me. But he still taught. Me. So that's exactly the best. And so that's exactly the truth. Mm -hmm. And he may have been able to do it better in his prime than you'll ever exactly. be able to do in life. So the question is, where would you go with this? If you have the knowledge, let's say, and your body couldn't perform what you knew to be true, what you knew to be the way to do things, would you become some miserable, depressed asshole because you had so much knowledge to do everything and lack the ability to do it, the physical capabilities, or would you become benevolent and teach as many people as you could what you could do? I would do this. It depends on the day. I would teach other people and I would see, the, this is a bit of narcissism, but I would see their achievements as a reflection upon myself. Now, if I was a complete arrogant asshole and um, bitter, I wouldn't right. teach anyone. Because if I can't do what I should be able to do because I know better than ever, then they shouldn't be able to do it. If you have perfect knowledge, you could go ahead and get into, uh, you know, whatever uh, possibly undiscovered branch of science that currently exists and figure out ways to reverse any genetic damage that your body had. And you could, through your knowledge, makes either cybernetic technology or biological whatever to alter your body, thereby making it capable of, of 
doing all those physical things. True, you can compensate. That, 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 of course, is assuming that a quote-unquote super-soldier type process is possible, yeah. But you wouldn't be able to do that all by Well, with my knowledge of current technology, nanotechnology, and where biology is currently going, absolutely, without question, that's it possible. possible. But as far as we know, it's not something that's been proven. Yeah, you just mentioned two geniuses that thought they could redefine math. Well, they can't redefine a 5,000-year-old subject in 30 years. You but can't... But the, their works obviously showed promise to continue in 30 years. They showed promise to themselves. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. Just I don't. I don't know that. And and some of the things that they did prove actually did push forward math. Which ironically, some of the things that they proved were then able to be used later on to disprove their ultimate end result. Well, he he had. Um, he had this perfect. He had this idea that, that the universe had already always existed, must always exist, etc. I mean, he wanted it to be perfect because. It reflected his view on, you know, religion right. and spirituality. But yeah. every single advancement he gets, you know, just proves that more and more and more and more. And then he dies a very unhappy man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Here's a question I had. If you had, if you had perfect knowledge, how would you go about that in, uh, assuming that you progressed in a scientific field or something of that nature, how would you go about saying, I, I have perfect knowledge, I can do all this. You could succeed in anything that requires only the knowledge, in math, for example, you can succeed perfectly in anything you do, but there are going to be people who are going to say, you don't have perfect knowledge, that's impossible. Anything you do prove is mere coincidence. At what, how would you go about that? I, mean, how I know how I will get myself out of this conversation. We are beings that are far from this. So our ability currently to understand something that is beyond our ability to actually ever have or experience it's a lot of circular reasoning because you're saying, well, if this, then this. If I could sprout wings, would I fly to the moon? Well, first of all, would I also evolve the body to be able to breathe in a vacuum or in at least in a non-atmospheric setting like space? There's no oxygen. So there's just too many things, there's too many potential variables based on this currently inaccessible knowledge that might completely de- change the way that we actually would implement that knowledge if we had it. Looking at it from a point of view of science, but the, uh, on the other side of the coin, though, this room is full of artists of one form or another, and this conversation is very stimulating and inspiring for stories, R- paintings, books. I don't disagree with that, but I'm... going to stop you there. Finish what you're saying, and then I'm going to stop you. Okay. All I'm saying is that with perfect knowledge, the way we would handle it scientifically, metaphysically, whatever, would be different because we currently don't have it. So just like our understanding of something mundane, like say that you don't know Finnish, the language. Like you don't know what you will do with it until you have it. Right. You don't you don't know how to drive that car, that particular car, until you have it. You need to learn all the features of it. You can't talk about, well this is what I would do with the Jaguar if I owned one. Well, how do you know? Unless you've studied it, or have you actually driven one, or even owned one, you can't know what all the functions are. Mm-hmm. So until you have that knowledge in your hands, or mind, or books, or whatever, then you can't know for sure how you would how you would implement it because it will be different when you have it because you will know more. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay.
Wow, that took forever. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that was interesting. Awesome. That was so, awesome. this is called Plato's Paradox. I am not writing anything else to that. I expect everyone who wants to, to finish it. So there is that. I can give you more copies. There is some scrap paper. There is my actual writing notebook. Please put your name by anything you write. If you have any thoughts on this, please write it down. I just Aaron, gave you a bunch of thoughts. Mm -hmm. Now I gotta do it. Well, I, it's also on tape. Mm -hmm. Aaron, if for some reason you have any thoughts on this, like I said, I'm not finishing this piece. Brian, he already said he wasn't thinking. He was just listening. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know Aaron has thoughts. He's lying. Mm -hmm. If if you have any more thoughts, I would like people to finish this for me. So basically, I'm being lazy. He's like, I'm lazy. No, right. no, I don't know how to answer these questions. Well, I don't think anybody here does. Really. Exactly, that's the point. Okay. So it's a paradox, isn't it? Well, kind of. Doesn't matter how you answer the damn thing. You're going to be wrong one way or another. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. So. There's lots of paper. You can either do it now, you can do it later. But eventually this will be a collaborative piece. All I ask is that you put your name by your piece so I know who did what. So I can properly identify whose material is this. Alright, who's up next?